Hey guys, welcome back to another chat. What? <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Chats with Mo. I, of course, am Mo, the host of the podcast and the creator of what will become the Chats with Mo brand someday. Maybe we'll see where it goes. But yeah, I just really wanted to sit down and record an episode today because it's been so long since I've talked to you guys. And yeah, I just really wanted to kind of give you guys a glimpse of where I've been because holy shit, it's been a hell of a journey. So let's just dive right in. So I'm going to take you guys back quite a ways. I really want to dive into my spiritual journey, my self or my uh, personal development journey and really just kind of give you guys an idea of who I am as a person because I feel like I've, you know, kind of touched on it within the past couple of podcast episodes, but I really haven't really gone deep into, you know, who I am and especially who I am as my authentic self. And I feel like, you know, if I'm going to be starting this brand or, you know, even just continuing this podcast, I really feel like I want to embody that energy of authenticity and just really be open about everything that has happened to me, everything that is happening to me, because honestly, I feel like there's a lot of things that I've learned that can benefit other people, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn or or anything, but, you know, I just, I want to share my experiences so there can be some relatability out there you know and people can feel like they're not alone in their personal development journey and I do realize that not every journey is the same but we can have some of the same breakthroughs and some of the same lessons that we learn and everything like that so yeah so let's just kind of get started so I actually grew up Mormon and you know that is something that has been a huge part of my life because Ever since I was born into the church and I was baptized when I was eight years old and went through all the the hoops and, you know, everything to be like, quote unquote, a good Mormon. And, you know, it was just it was my identity growing up. And I just I really clung to that because, you know, it gave me a sense of purpose and it gave me like a sense of safety and community and all of these things. It gave me a belief system that I just I really like made my life revolve around and my family decided to leave the church when I was 16 years old which now that's five years ago and that was a big kind of life-changing decision because I decided to leave with them and you know I up until this point I really didn't know what else existed outside of the church because, you know, they teach from a very, I mean, ever, ever, oh, what am I trying to say here? (laughs) They teach from the age where you can start understanding, you know, concepts and everything. They teach that the Mormon church and the Mormon religion is the only true religion out there. And they say, you know, that other churches have part of the truth or, you know, they have aspects of their teachings that are somewhat true but they don't have the full truth and they claim that their organization and their belief systems are the only way to get into heaven and so 
I never really allowed myself to experience or not experience but experiment with anything else and explore other options and you know because ever since I was ever since I can remember I was told that this was my this was my path to salvation as if I did everything I was supposed to and checked off all the boxes and you know followed all the rules of this religion that was how I was going to be saved so when we left the church when I was 16 that was a really scary time for me because I felt like I was leaving my ticket to heaven that's (laughs) that's I felt like I was you know leaving something I I felt like I was gonna go to hell when we were leaving because I was like bruh but they teach ever since ever since I remember they teach that this is the only way so why why are we why are we leaving I don't understand even at the age of 16 but yeah so that was gonna that was that was a huge huge decision but I decided to go with my family and it was it took a lot of adjusting a lot of adjusting and a lot of you know self-reflection and a lot of talking myself through not being in that religion anymore and just coming to the realization that everything is going to be okay and i've i have felt that since i've left you know i have embodied a very accepting way of living because because for me the Mormon religion, being in the Mormon church, there is so much judgment. And it might not be at face value. They might not, you know, the people that in the religion might not judge you to your face. But I just always felt like I wasn't doing enough. And I wasn't, you know, if I miss church for a couple weeks, then people would start to ask questions. And they started to, you know, give you like different glances and different like side eyes and all of these things and it was just like everybody was trying it was just so competitive that is the word that I'm looking for it was so extremely competitive and I always felt like I was one step behind the people around me and that was such a shitty feeling (laughs) like looking back I was having a conversation with a friend of mine today Liat actually the one who's been on the podcast it's you don't understand until you're outside of an experience like that how much that impacts your development and i feel like it had a lot of detrimental results because it's i struggle a lot with feeling enough and we don't have to get into that right now but anyways i just yeah I, there's just so many things that, like looking back that I'm realizing, you know, this is what I was meant to do. I was not meant to be in this religion because it's just, it's very, to me, it made me very close-minded and it made me not talk to people because of the decisions that they were making, even though it wasn't even bad. Like when I was back in high school, I wouldn't talk to people that I knew had sex or decided to drink a little bit or to smoke a little bit or whatever I wouldn't even talk to them I wouldn't even give them the opportunity to prove to me that they were good people despite those decisions that they were making so it just closed me off to a lot of opportunities of friendships and just a lot of different aspects of my life were were very limited because of this and so after my family left the church 
I started doing like a deep dive into exploring different spirituality, like different forms of spirituality. And, you know, I was trying to find that sense of purpose, that belief system that I had had in the Mormon religion, but no longer identified with. And so I was doing a lot of soul searching. I was taking a lot of yoga classes and listening to a lot of podcasts. And I actually... While I was in the yoga class I took at the university, I met this girl who we became friends pretty quickly because (laughs) she was awesome. And if you're listening, you know who you are. So, hey, girl. (laughs) But anyway, she introduced me to the Manifestation Babe podcast. I've mentioned it a couple times in my previous episodes, but she introduced me to that podcast and I fell in love with it. I became a little bit obsessed. I So Catherine Zankina, I believe, has been recording episodes ever since 2016, and she has over 200 episodes now. I think it's getting close to 300 at this point, but back when I started listening to her, I think she had a little under 200, and I, for like a year, I just binged. I just was so hungry for all of the knowledge that she was providing and all of the insights and everything that she was talking about in her podcast about spirituality and manifesting and all of these things and none of it was tied to a religion it was very individualized and it was very like generalized and very flexible with any sort of belief system that exists and so i just absolutely fell in love with it and i started you know, looking into manifestation and started reading The Secret and all of these things, and I loved it. I was, like, I was feeling so fulfilled and just, like, oh my god, you know, this is, this is amazing, like, this is taking place of my previous belief system, and it's, like, it's so much more accepting and so much more open and just, like, there's so many more possibilities out there is what I was feeling like. So that just kind of kick-started, you know, my personal development journey of really finding myself and discovering truths about life and the universe and everything like that. So this all happened back in, I want to say, 2021. Like 2021, 2022. No, 2021 was a year that I just like binged all of her podcast episodes. And uh, ever since then, I've really just been focusing on meditating doing yoga all of these really spiritual things to get to know myself and just to get to know how my brain works and how I process certain things and how I feel emotions and everything like that and it's just been it's been such an incredible journey I I just like it's been so awesome but then comes 2023 and before I jump into 2023 I want to say that Back in December of last year, so back in December of 2022, I just had this intuitive knowing that 2023 was going to be a breakthrough year for me. I didn't really have any specifics in mind, didn't really know what to expect, but I just knew that it was going to be the year of up-leveling for me. And it has exceeded all of my expectations and I really want to get into like the nitty-gritty because this is the shit that I thrive on and like this is the shit that I just I eat up I love it so let's see in December of last year I met a boy (laughs) 
and uh he we started hanging out pretty consistently in december and at the beginning of our relationship you know we had both just gotten out of pretty serious ones and we just wanted casualness casualness yeah i think that's a word (laughs) english major over here (laughs) but anyways we just wanted like a casual friendship casual relationship we weren't looking for anything serious because we had both just gotten out of relationships and we had the conversation of hey i'm not looking for anything serious beautiful me neither so we can start this friendship but really we're not looking to for it to go much further than that a couple months go by we keep hanging out we keep doing our thing and uh of course (laughs) me being a girl i start catching feelings (laughs) and so i pulled i sat him down one night and was like listen i am starting to fall for you and i know that we had this agreement at the beginning of this relationship but i just thought it was i i think it's only fair that i let you know where i'm at and you know that things have kind of changed for me and i'm willing to take the next step to become you know like an official couple if you are ready but i also know that you know you said you wanted to take this year for yourself and i would just wanted to be respectful of that and he was like okay yeah thank you so much for telling me but you know i'm still in the same place i was when we first met i'm not really wanting to start anything serious and i was like perfect okay well not perfect in my brain i was like oh you know my heart broke a little bit but nothing too crazy (laughs) but i told him like thank you for maintaining those boundaries and thank you for being honest with me so moving forward i think it's only fair that we put our physical relationship on hold because you know if some girl comes along that you just really click with and you know you're willing to compromise for her and we're still doing our thing that is just gonna break my heart even more so let's just be friends and just friends and no friends with benefits or anything like that moving forward and so that's what we decided and for the next couple weeks we we were just hanging out we were still hanging out like pretty much every day going to the gym a lot you know doing our thing and a couple weeks later he comes back and is like hey so you know i really like you and i'm just in kind of a pickle right now because i'm conflicted between the promise i made to myself and also my feelings for you and everything so that so we like started a physical relationship again and that just put me in a very like mm, very sticky situation (laughs) and because i was i was giving 110 percent into the relationship and he i it's not through any fault of his own because i i was very i was really trying to respect his choices and everything but at the same time like i was falling more and more in love with him the more time we spent together and so it was just a very interesting relationship and it just a very interesting situation that i've never been put in before oh there's a little plane going by if you can hear that sorry guys um also i'm very jealous because i wish i was on a freaking plane right now but that's okay it's okay all in good time all in good time but what was i saying before that oh yeah it was just a really it was just a situation that i had never been put in before and so i really didn't know how to navigate it much and it brought a lot of like uncertainty into my life 
and you know I wasn't really sure where things were heading and so this all happened in like March April-ish of this year of 2023 and I could just start feeling I started to feel this like rumbling in my subconscious this like churning like things were really like restless and I wasn't really sure why and I like I I was still doing a lot of meditation and yoga and journaling and I was really trying to get to the source of this unrest but none of those pathways were working and so I decided to go by myself on a psychedelic trip I've had a handful, I've had more than a handful of experiences with mushrooms, and also, like, I, it wasn't my first time taking a solo trip either. I took a solo trip last July, and it was the first one I had ever taken, and I fell in love with myself. I really connected with my inner child, and just really, you know, got to know the parts of my personality that I am ecstatic about, and that I really appreciate about myself and it was beautiful it was such a beautiful experience for me and it gave me a lot of self-confidence and so you know I was like I know that everybody says like set and setting is so important but I just felt called to take these mushrooms and just you know to open that door to allow whatever needed to come up to come up because you know the saying goes whatever you resist persists and not that I was resisting anything but I just felt like you know I was out of options and so I was like going into the trip I knew that it was not going to be a pleasant experience and that was scary it was very scary (laughs) it was scary knowing that because you know I wasn't sure what to expect and so this was in May and holy shit dude this experience was life changing it was so beyond anything i could have ever imagined so i like i started the trip watching queer eye (laughs) because i freaking love that show and the fab five just always bring a type of energy into my life that's just it's beautiful the work that they do is so incredible and the fact that you know, they just have made a living lifting others up is so incredible. And it's, yeah, it's just beautiful to me. So I threw on an episode of Queer Eye to get started as I was coming up into the trip because I really wanted to establish like an environment, an atmosphere that was very welcoming, very accepting, very like safe. And, you know, I I could start to feel myself, you know, starting to trip. You can, like any of you guys who have experience with this, you start to see like, like things starting to move a little bit weird. And like, you know, it looks like, you know, you're kind of submersed in water and the lights are starting to dance and they'll make all of these different shapes and stuff. And it's, it's really cool. But as all of these, like, as the as my vision, like, as the visuals started happening, I was just consumed with dread, and I knew that the next couple of hours were going to suck ass, and so, you know, I started, you know, really starting to get into the trip, the bulk of the trip, the peak, 
and I had to turn off Queer Eye because I was just, I was getting extremely overstimulated. And so I was like, I feel like I just need to get into a safe place right now. I really, you know, need to sit with whatever's going to come up. So I went and laid down in my bed and threw on some headphones and started listening to music. And then music became too much. So I turned that off. And then I just sat there. And I just started ruminating on the fact that we as humans are not here for a very long time. In fact, in the grand scheme of things, we are a mere blip. Our lifetimes are a blip in the, you know, life of the universe. (laughs) And so once I started thinking about that, I was like, okay, so now that I know that, now that I'm processing that, nothing that I do on this earth is going to matter. Nothing. Because thousand a thousand years from now even a hundred two hundred years from now no one's gonna know who i am no one's gonna know what i did no one's gonna know the friendships i had the relationships i had with my family like no one's gonna give a fuck and then i was like oh my god if this is the mentality that i'm gonna have for the rest of my life for the next however many years like 60 70 years that i'm on this planet i don't want to be here anymore I want to die like it was so incredibly scary and that was the first time I had ever really had experience with you know suicidal thoughts and just depression and everything like that and it was terrifying too because up until this point I really have considered myself to be an optimistic positive person and you know I'm able to see the good in things and I'm able to learn the lessons from really um, hard experiences but I was, ex- I was like, I was so incredibly pessimistic during this trip and that terrified me. And so that was just like, that was all I could think about and I was obsessing over it and it was just making me spiral deeper, deeper, deeper into this bad trip. And I, it started leaking into like my relationship. So the relationship with the guy I was with and even with my family who are the most important people in my life. I was thinking, like, I don't even care about them. Like, they mean nothing to me. Nothing on this planet is is significant. Nothing. And then, like, that just, it just kept snowballing, you know? Like, everything I had learned up until this point, all of the beliefs and, like, experiences I had had, I imagine it as, like, a sweater, you know? And that, like, this sweater is my life. And this trip just found the singular thread that was loose and just started pulling and tugging and tugging and tugging until everything started to unravel and everything started to disintegrate and just everything started to become like this confused ball of stress and anxiety and depression and all of these things and I just could not bring myself out of it. It was so incredibly scary and I was in this trip for a couple hours you know like three to four hours of just obsessing over the fact that I want to (laughs) die and that you know everything in this world doesn't matter and it was so terrifying like I have never had an experience like that in my life so coming out of the trip 
I <clears throat> called that guy and I was like, hey, I have had <laughs> like the worst day of my life. Can you please come over? I just want to see you. Like, I just, I want to, I want to be hugged. I wanted to be taken care of because I felt like I had just survived, you know, like I had survived my urge to, to not be here to end my life. I had survived death, basically, like a, like a, like an ego death. I had survived it. And I was like, I just want to be held, like, I just want to, I just want to, I literally just want to be taken care of, like, a baby, like, please just come over, and he was so sweet, brought me some apple juice, and we just, I just talked a little bit through my experience, I really, it took me a long time to find the words to explain it, and, you know, over the next couple of weeks, I withdrew so much, I was, I, I was, like, I've been explaining it to people like I was in my head as like this tiny person watching my life happen. I was not taking an active role in my life whatsoever. I wasn't taking an active role in making decisions or I just felt like I was existing. And, you know, I was still going to work. I was still hanging out with friends, but I wasn't engaging at all, like at all. And yeah, there was a couple of times where I was like, you know what? I don't even think I should be allowed on, like, in public. I, there was a couple of times where I'm like, you know, maybe checking myself into a, men- a mental institution right now is the safest and smartest option because I just, I felt so unpredictable. Like, I felt like I could start spiraling at any second and then that would just, like, you know, make other people really uncomfortable, and, you know, I would just, I would be considered insane, basically, and so, you know, those weeks go by, and I start to feel like I'm, you know, starting to come back from it, starting to bounce back a little bit, but I would still have days where I didn't even want to get out of bed, like, I did not want to do a single goddamn thing, and that was, it was so opposite from what I had known about myself and what I had experienced that it just like it was I did not trust myself at all I I was questioning every single decision I was making every single conversation I was having with other people and I just like it was just oh it was so terrible it was so terrible so yeah a couple months go by and I'm still feeling like just this with withdrawal 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 yeah this (laughs) this withdrawal from my life and starting actually last month I was feeling at a place to where I felt um comfortable talking about it but I still had to be very um very picky about who I opened up to about this experience And, you know, I had talked to my parents a little bit, and I had talked to this guy, the guy that I'm seeing a little bit too, but I just, I felt like I couldn't fully open up because they were emotionally invested in me, and I couldn't really tell them exactly how the experience went because I was going to scare them, and I didn't want that. I didn't want there to be, you know, that element of pity or, you know, like, I didn't want them to start thinking that I was going to do this again type of thing. I I just wanted 
somebody to uh, like process this experience with in a very objective way and so I called my doctor and I was like hey I just I feel like I want to start counseling and she hooked me up with this amazing woman who I've had two sessions with now who have who has been like so key in helping me get through this experience and to really understand why I went through it because that was the question I had been asking myself is like I I don't know why this happened. I don't see the good in any of this yet. And I really wanted to make sure that the integration process afterwards was guided and that, you know, I was able to process the event, like the the experience in the healthiest way possible. And because that's what they always say, you know, is like the trip itself, yes, it's good, but the integration process afterwards is like, the key to psychedelics, you know, to psychedelics being beneficial for mental health or, you know, just health in general. And so I just really wanted to make sure that, you know, this was going to, I was going to benefit from it the most. And so I, like I said, I had a couple sessions, I've had a couple sessions with her already. And I, she, directed me to this course called Palouse Mindfulness and it's a free course that you can just look up online it's eight weeks long and basically it's just a deep dive into mindfulness and meditation and I think it touches on a little bit on yoga too so everything that I'm like uber interested in it really breaks down and you know uh discusses like the research behind it and just how to use these tools and experiences in the best way possible And to really understand, like, why they work. And, like, any hesitations that you have, like, against it and stuff. Um, But, yeah. So, I've really been diving into this course. It's been amazing. And I actually am going to start, like, a little mini-series on this podcast that really breaks down each week. And just the insights that I'm getting from it. And how it has helped me integrate this experience into my life. And... Yeah, so be on the lookout for that for the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I just wanted to give you guys a rundown of why I've been absent for the past, you know, six months. (laughs) I know I've released a couple podcast episodes in those, but I really want to make sure that this uh, project is at the forefront of my priorities because I really enjoy talking about spirituality and talking about meditation and all of this kind of stuff. But I just, I feel like I haven't had the confidence to do so until this moment. Because one of the biggest takeaways that I'm (laughs) taking away from this experience is that because we only have a short amount of time on this earth, it is so important to make sure you look at every single decision and and ask yourself, you know, is this serving me? Is this giving me happiness? Leading an intentional life is the lesson that I've taken away from this, and it's gonna be what guides me through the rest of my life. The rest of my decisions is, like, I get to be the one who decides if I want to do something. I get to be the one that decides what I put my energy into, and that is so powerful. It's so freaking powerful because it doesn't matter 
what other people think about that. If I'm not hurting anybody, if I'm not, if, yeah, that's basically it. If I'm not hurting anybody else, then who gives a fuck? I have really come to understand that each of us has to live our lives for ourselves because otherwise we're, we're never going to find that fulfillment. We're never going to find that like fire that fuels us. You know, if we're constantly living for other people, then our happiness is always going to live with them. You know, we're never ever going to feel it ourselves because we're not doing things that make us happy. We're doing them. We're doing things that make them happy. And that is not a sustainable way to live. And so, yeah, that's basically (laughs) where I've been for the past, you know, five years, basically, but especially for the past eight months to a year since I started this podcast. But yeah, so like I said, be on the lookout for the next couple weeks. I'll be really breaking down that course and all the fun, juicy insights that I'm getting from it and everything. But yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for being with me on this journey. And if you guys ever have any questions or want to reach out to me or anything, um, I do have an Instagram for this podcast. It's called Chats with Mo. It's just at Chats with Mo. And yeah, I, I think that's pretty much all I have for today. So I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And I really hope that you guys are able to at least take a little bit away from this podcast, a little bit away from my experiences because, you know, it's so important to share with people. You don't have to, I'm not saying you have to make a podcast or you have to create a brand or whatever, but it's just so important to create connections and to really just be yourself authentically and live a life for you because that is what's going to make you flourish. So yeah, I love you guys so much and thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.